Do you have questions about life and faith and God that remain unanswered? Do you feel like the Christian cliches are shallow and don't really get to the truth? Is this whole Christian thing rather uncertain for you? And, and does that uncertainty exclude you from true spirituality? My name is Skip Collins, and for the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to explore concepts of life and faith and the Bible and Christianity. We'll challenge our traditional views and ideas, which at times will probably make us a little uncomfortable, but hopefully we'll come out on the other side more connected to our faith, to God, and to what we believe. So let's jump in to deeply spiritual, but rather uncertain. So welcome to the very first broadcast of this new show in podcast world. I am super excited to finally be getting this out. It has been burning inside of me for so long, and I'm really grateful to you for joining me. It's quite humbling to think that anybody would actually take time to listen to what I have to say, so thank you for being here. But quickly, let me tell you a little bit about me, just in case you stumbled on this and you don't have a clue who I am. I'm an American pastor who has spent the last almost 30 years in South Africa. I love this country. I love the South African people. I love this culture. And I'm sure that over time, as you get to know me, that will become more and more evident. My wife, Sheila, and I have been married for the past 39 years. We have three amazing boys and two even more amazing daughter-in-laws and four grandchildren that I absolutely adore. I have a long history with Christianity in the evangelical church. My father, who passed away 18 years ago, was an evangelist. My mom, who was still going strong at 92, was the church pianist for most of my childhood they undoubtedly are my heroes. I spent a lot of time in church. I memorized scripture, went to daily vacation Bible school, Good News Club, and Awana. I went to youth camps and campus life. I played music in Christian bands and in the church, and I am incredibly grateful for my heritage. I honestly couldn't think of a better way to grow up. But the truth is that being a Christian has never come that easy to me. In spite of the fact that I'm a pastor, I've never considered myself to really be a very good Christian. There have been a number of times in my life that I wasn't even sure if this whole thing was true or not. But other than a few years in my late teens and early 20s, I've always been a pretty good person. I've done the right things, been faithful to my wife. I've done the best I could to raise my kids in the principles of Jesus. But internally, the battle has raged on. Thus the title of this podcast. Can you be deeply spiritual and still remain a bit uncertain? Like about pretty much everything. I mean, can you be a pastor and still have doubts and questions? For many years, I just ignored my uncertainty. If you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm a seven. I'm sure we'll talk about the Enneagram more later because it's one of my favorite subjects. But being a seven 
means that I'm really good at ignoring anything that would cause pain or discomfort. And so that's exactly what I did. I just ignored the doubts and the questions. But for the past couple of years, I've really tried to engage in the uncertainty, to own my doubts, to step into the discomfort. And I think I've come out on the other side more connected to my faith and to God. The buzzword these days is deconstruction. I guess that's the process I've been on. But I think deconstruction can be dangerous without some kind of reconstruction. To know what I actually believe, or at least working toward that, is really important. The other day, I was chatting with a friend around some theological issues regarding the Bible. And after our conversation, I got a note from her saying, now I actually have more questions. And I thought, Okay, I've done my job. (laughs) See, my goal isn't to get you to think like I think. My goal is to get you to think. Do you believe what you believe just because someone told it to you a long time ago? Because, see, that's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it if you hit a wall, if you have a crisis of faith. But I don't want to be the Christian answer man. I want to be the guy that poses the questions, the guy that rocks the boat, the guy that forces you to think. Not that I would ever compare myself to Jesus, but it seems to me that is what he did much of the time. Someone would come to him with a question and he would answer by saying, once upon a time, there was a farmer. And when he was done, the people would kind of look at each other and they would not know what to think, but they would go home and think about what Jesus said. Or other times, people would come with a question and he would answer their question with a question. There's this great story in the second chapter of Mark. Some people come to Jesus and they they ask him why um, the Pharisees fast and John's disciples fast, but Jesus' disciples didn't fast. And so Jesus answers their question with three questions, actually. First, he says, why would the guest of the bridegroom fast when the bridegroom is still with them? And then, why would you take new unshrunken cloth and sew it onto an old garment? And thirdly, he asked them, why would you put new wine into an old wineskin? It would just burst. They ask a theological question, a question of the law. But Jesus answers their question with questions about bridegrooms and cloth and wine. He doesn't actually answer the question. He just wants them to go and think. My desire is to get us all to think. To think through our beliefs so that we can own them. You don't have to believe exactly like I do, but please know why you believe what you believe. Please be willing to enter into the uncertainty. Now, I know sometimes when you talk like this, people have this question. So, Skip, are you just saying that people can believe whatever they want? 
I mean, it doesn't really matter what you think or what you believe. I mean, we've always heard this line, it doesn't matter if you're sincere because you can be sincerely wrong. Does it, does it actually matter? I mean, I get the question, and I suppose the question makes sense, but I certainly don't know where that line of right belief is or even if there actually is a line. What I do know is that if we all have to be exactly right in our beliefs before we are accepted by God, then we are all doomed. For me, once I was willing to face my doubts and uncertainty head on, the entire journey changed. It was a journey into my uncertainty that led me to a much deeper spirituality. And so that is the journey that I would invite us to be on, a journey into uncertainty, led by the Spirit of God to this place of deep spirituality. Before I wrap this intro up, let me make just a few disclaimers. If you're part of the church where I serve, you might be thinking, hey, I've heard him say all this before, and you probably would be right. I mean, I may even talk here about what I spoke about last Sunday, but in this format, um, I want to take things maybe to the next level or pose some questions or give you some places you can stretch your own thinking. But be warned, it probably will be similar at times. But for the other 7 billion of you on planet Earth um, that don't go to our church, you won't have that problem. Secondly, these views are my own. They don't reflect the beliefs or views of the church I serve in or the amazing people I work with. If you think it's crazy, blame me, nobody else. Like I said in the beginning, if this isn't helpful to you, I get it. I'm not offended in the least. But check out a few episodes, and if it's helpful, please subscribe. I'm going to try to release about two podcasts a month at a minimum and keep them to like 20 or 30 minutes each. So here we go. This is going to be a blast.